Welcome to the Glow Up Girl podcast. I'm Kyra Mitchell Lewis and thank you for joining. How's everyone doing out there? How's your week so far? I mean, I know it's Tuesday, but sometimes you can have a Monday that feels like a whole lot of days. I hope you all are doing well and I hope that your week truly is going well so far. Today, I'm excited to have Haley Kalani join me. Haley will join me to discuss the role that creativity plays in our businesses and how the importance of having something that I really like talking about is having a play mindset and how having that play mindset helps us to expand our creativity in our businesses. So really, this is a message for all you know, whether you are an entrepreneur or just a a, a business professional. And, you know, you can, she's going to talk to us and give us some tips about the importance of creativity and having that play mindset and how we can apply it in our daily lives. So before I break, I'd like to thank today's sponsor, Perfect Match Jewelry. You can visit them at perfectmatchjewelry.com and find unique and amazing jewelry for $5. That is correct. I said $5. They have the perfect jewelry to complement your amazing style. So shop Perfect Match 24-7 online, or you can also shop their live Facebook events. So again, Perfect Match Jewelry. Check them out at perfectmatchjewelry.com. Stay tuned. I'll be right back with Haley. Welcome back to the Glow Up Girl podcast. I'm Kyra. And now we are going to talk creativity. So Haley, welcome to the Glow Up Girl podcast. Thanks so much, Kyra. I'm really excited to be here and very excited to talk about creativity. Yes, yes. Well, let's go ahead and tell everybody out there listening or watching a little bit about yourself and what you do. Yeah. So I like to think what I do is very exciting day to day. And when I think of creativity, so I'm a, I'm a self-mastery coach is what my title is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but as we all know, two words can't really sum up everything that we do. And so to me, it's self-mastery comes from a basis of creativity. Um, and a lot of times that doesn't really connect. People are like, mm-hmm. well, where does creativity and self-mastery and business really come into play? Uh, and my thought process is that creativity in itself is really just a different way of thinking. Mm -hmm. And so if we can think differently, we can, of course, solve problems a Mm -hmm. bit easier and we can connect with people a bit easier and we can understand ourselves a lot easier. And so it's through those minute process of creativity that we start to learn how to be more productive. We start to transform from the inside out into a more connected person with our coworkers and our clients and you know, the, the people that we come into contact with on a daily basis and our friends and our family. So this idea of self-mastery from the ground up of creativity spreads through every area of our lives uh, rather than just focusing in one sector. Because mm-hmm. a, a lot of the time we like to compartmentalize, mm-hmm. separate, mm-hmm. You know, put everything in a little box right. and keep them all separate. But in reality, when we come home at the end of the day, if it was a hard day at work, it's not going to feel the same when you come home. It's just going to be a little bit different, mm-hmm. regardless of you're, you know, you're excited to be home, you're ready to relax, all that good stuff. But 
because of those repetitive thoughts about everything that happened in the day and Mm -hmm. all of the ruminating on past situations and experiences and emotions, that does start to catch up with us. And it starts Mm -hmm. to build up kind of like plaque over time um, and self-mastery in this creative process of becoming the, so to speak, highest version of ourselves. Mm -hmm. We can start to clear away that plaque is what that helps. I like that. Um, I, I agree with you because I do think that a lot of times so many people work really hard to say, okay, well, I'm done with the work. And now I move into like, you know, my personal time, but it's all connected. And especially now working from home, I mean, you're like in your office, (laughs) you know, from like eight to whatever. And then when you finish work, you just walk out the door. And and I think there's something to, um, you know, what you focus on and what you help is like really trying to help people. I mean, you can, those things can merge and those things can connect, but you can learn how to deal with those things and not try to put them in these individual boxes because they're all a part of your, your life. Yes, absolutely. And you touched on something so important there, which is we we always try to take something from the external environment that we're in and control it so that mm-hmm. it regulates our internal temperature. Yes. But in reality, it's the vice versa. It's things are going to happen outside of our control regardless. And then mm-hmm. in order to control our internal temperature, we have to respond instead of try to control that thing. Mm. Um, And it makes so much sense when people hear it and they're like, oh yeah, of course. But it's so much (laughs) easier said than done. Like the practice of it is really hard. (laughs) Definitely. So let's start, let's talk about having a play mindset and expanding our creativity. So why is that important? I mean, obviously it's important when you're grow, like growing a business, but can you also talk about just a everyday professional, why that's important? Oh my gosh. I could probably go on a million tangents uh, <laughs> talking about play and mindset and how mm-hmm. it helps us thrive in every capacity of our life. Mm-hmm. Um, On a quick side note, if you just Google the benefits of play, you're going to find a whole ton of studies and research and just information on what those benefits include. Uh, And so I can't get into all of them, but just to name, you know, my favorite top three is it'll enhance your everyday performance and by performance, meaning you'll be more focused. You'll be a little bit more disciplined because you'll have that motivation in your back pocket. Um, You'll be able to think a little bit quicker on the fly. You'll be able Mm -hmm. to, when you sit down and you do start a project that's maybe not your favorite, that focus level is enhanced and you're ready to just get it done. Mm -hmm. So those are some of my favorites uh, as well as just overall health and joy and happiness when you're Mm -hmm. in a state of play. Um, And when I say play, let me back up a little bit and we'll, we'll talk about play in itself. Because I feel like when that word is said, there's a lot of different associations that mm-hmm. come into mind. Um, play is for kids. We, you know, it's frivolous, has no place in the workplace. And when I say play, I really mean getting into a state of flow where you're doing something that is challenging enough but not so challenging that you can't complete it. Mm -hmm. And that could be drawing, painting, 
taking a walk, exercise, skateboarding, writing, Mm -hmm. um, brainstorming, making music. So there's acts of play, acts of creativity. um, And really play can be anything that brings you joy. And so incorporating Mm -hmm. moments of Mm -hmm. those, uh, I call them daily delights. Like those little (laughs) Turkish delights, I call them daily delights. So if you take your daily delights, Mm-hmm. Those little moments of play, I recommend minimum of five minutes a day throughout mm-hmm. your workday can really bring you back to center mm-hmm. because what you're doing in a play mindset and integrating that play mindset into work is when you step away from your project or your task or a problem at hand, you get into that play mindset mm-hmm. and come back it's like your brain goes on a little cliffhanger vacation when you leave, right? Mm-hmm. I, I learned this from, uh, he's basically a mentor of mine by now, but a, a good friend. And he said that when you leave and you're in that play mindset, it's like watching one of your favorite television series and they leave you on a cliffhanger on that last season. You're like, mm-hmm. what the <laughs> heck is going on? And you ruminate. And you think about all the different scenarios, all the right. possibilities, all of this stuff, and you let your mind expand. So mm-hmm. same thing happens when we do that with work. We step away, our mind ruminates, we start to expand our thinking, we come back and boom, you're mm-hmm. filled with more ideas, you're fresh. So that's yeah. why it's so important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that because I think too, now that so many people may still be working at home, um, it's easier to incorporate. And that's something that I've seen for myself personally over the last year and a half is that it's been easier to take the five minute break to go outside with my dog and like just stand outside in the backyard and play with him a little bit or just walk away and maybe for five minutes just watch something on TV, you know, but just to step away versus when I was in the office, I would just like plow through the day you know, lunch would be at the desk and I'd keep working. And pretty soon, like you said, I mean, even if you're someone that is back in your office now, I mean, being able to build in those like five minute breaks for you to just take that moment, walk away, you know, meditate, do whatever you need to like get that focus. Cause I feel like when I come back, when I actually take breaks and come back, like I'm like re-energized and I have like the focus to like, okay, this is what I want to do next. And, you know, I've already got ideas in my head of what I'm going to do next. Exactly. That, and that's how the process naturally works because your brain <laughs> is a, anything that you want to accomplish, it is your brain's number one mission to accomplish it. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> naturally, of course, if we got to get something done and then we step away, your brain's like, hey, you, you got to remember to get that thing done. <laughs> Um, And so even though maybe in the moment we're not thinking about it in depth, it still helps that Mm -hmm. uh, momentum carry forward into the next project or task or thing that you're trying to do. Yeah. Right. Now, so now on the other side of that coin is that, yeah, you know, it's nice to take, it's nice to take those breaks and this is very helpful, but what happens, um, what can we do when we want to feel like, we have more control, you know, over our days um, rather than feeling like the days have control over us. 
because that happens a lot of times. You've got this like master list of things that, you know, that you want to accomplish. But then the day says, uh-uh, uh-uh, that's not it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I find that the day coincides with, I'm trying to figure out the best way to put this. Um, the day usually coincides with, how stressed I'm feeling, right? Mm -hmm. Or at least I perceive it to mm -hmm. coincide like that. And so if I've got a lot of stuff on my plate, which mm -hmm. most of the people that I meet and talk to for the first time or have known for a while, and if they have a to-do list or a calendar, you know, you'll ask them, oh, what you got going on today? Well, back-to-back meetings. It's, you know, I got to get these four projects done. It's just mm -hmm. a ton of stuff. And mm -hmm. we overcrowd our to-do lists and our schedules. Mm -hmm. um, so to answer your question, I'm a fan of opposites because I find that opposites tend to attract, just like the saying goes. Mm -hmm. Even in nature, we find like colors. Like if you look at the color wheel, all the colors that we see in nature, if you look at the opposite, the, mm -hmm. they're sort of part of the same color palette. Mm -hmm. So what I find is that if the day is getting a hold of me and I'm really stressed out um, and I look at my to-do list and I see that, okay, there's more than five things on here. I actually scrap most of the stuff on my to-do list. I will break down, down the day to be a whole lot more simple. Um, or if I'm catching myself, like uh, if I'm in a weekly or a monthly routine and I'm starting to feel a little bit more stressed out day to day, I'll, I'll look at the week ahead and say, okay, how can I mm -hmm. slow down a little bit? What is actually important? Because so often we're doing so many things, but mm -hmm. a lot of those tasks either A, aren't really fulfilling. So you're doing stuff and you're spending time and energy, but it's not, you know, filling your cup in the way that it should. Right. And then there's stuff that we have to do, of course. You know, if you're, if you have a job, there's stuff you got to do that you're not going to want to do that probably won't fill your soul. Um, so mm -hmm. there's there, that kind of stuff, which usually falls in line with, some sort of motivation. Mm -hmm. And then there is stuff in between that, you know, you don't really care about too much. Like, you know, it needs to get done and you don't hate doing it, but it's, it's quick. Mm -hmm. And those are the types of priorities that I like to look at. Priority one is the thing that fills my cup and that will take a good amount of time and energy. Priority two is stuff that has to get done. Either it's on a deadline or, you know, it's just part of my job. And three is quick. Um, and when I look at my week or I look at my day and I want to simplify, I think of my top three priorities. Mm -hmm. I only do like three things. Uh, if it's for whatever reason, I know that, you know, there's probably people listening who are like, yeah, I, I wish I could just do three <laughs> things <laughs> and simplify my schedule like that. Mm -hmm. I totally understand that that's not always a possibility. So what I like to say is do some healthy procrastination. Mm -hmm. And I do believe that there is such thing as a healthy procrastination <laughs> and it's promptly postponing it. So if there's something that needs to get done, either a do one small thing that mm -hmm. is accomplishing it towards getting done in the moment, you can set a timer for yourself. You can schedule it on the calendar in whatever way or system you want to do that. Um, or, just push it to the next day, push it mm -hmm. to another open slot that you have and mm -hmm. 
don't ruminate about that future slot that you have then scheduled and be like, ah, well, what about this and this and this? If you've picked a day and time, you know that it's there and you know that you will put your best Mm -hmm. energy into it in that moment. Then you can get back to whatever you're doing um, in the present moment. So I, I do believe that that's a healthy process to start and get to when things get overwhelming and mm-hmm. the day feels like it's controlling you is to just take a step back, mm-hmm. wrap it into something a bit more simple that you can manage and carry forward with your day. And I like, um, Haley, I like the suggestions you gave because I think that a lot of times we do those things in opposite, um, like opposite order. So a lot of times it's like, oh, I'm going to do the things that are quick and easy, like first thing. But those things, actually, there are a lot of things that we do during the day that are quick and easy, but then it takes a lot of time, right? It's like, you don't have to think a lot lot to do it. So you're like, but then if you have five of those things, the next thing you know, you spent like four hours doing the quick things. And then by the time you get to the things that require like a lot of um, strategic thinking or critical thinking, you're like, okay, (laughs) I need, I need a break. (laughs) Yes. So I think that your advice is really going to be helpful. Now let's talk about how that works for those who are growing a business. A lot of my listeners and those watching out there are still maybe in a corporate or career and they're trying to grow a business. And then there are a lot of um, entrepreneurs who have taken that leap and they are their own business owners. So What do you say? What advice do you give to, let's say, the working entrepreneur and then just for the growing entrepreneur? Mm, I love that question. And I like that there's there's two sides to it because they are even though they're they're working towards the same thing. They're in a Mm -hmm. different journey in the moment. Um, And so it does feel different. The. I want to give an overall one first and then I'll go into each each. Okay you know, example person, um, which is be okay with experimentation. Experimentation is something I talk about a lot. I think it goes hand in hand with creativity. You really can't have creativity without experimentation and vice versa. So when in that building process, as you're experimenting and figuring out what feels good, what feels right, what tastes good, what you're like, oh, I really don't like that. As you're going through that process, learn what the internal yes is, like the the internal knowing, and then what that internal absolutely no is. Like bottom line, this is what I know is right. And bottom line, this is what I know is wrong. And get very familiar. And this is a practice. There's always going to be something uh, Mm -hmm. that you'll have to do is get very familiar with how both of those sensations feel. Because whether you're in corporate space right now and you're building uh, building it on the side or Mm -hmm. whether you're full-time and you're building every day, having that surefire yes or no will help you make decisions a lot faster mm-hmm. and making those decisions a lot faster will help speed up your growth because regardless of whether it was an internal yes and you followed that path and it totally smacked you in the face and <laughs> did a 180 
it was a learning lesson. It was a failure right. that taught you something that you needed to know. You mm-hmm. had to know one way or another that this wasn't going to work out. Um, and that happened for a purpose. So that would be my overarching piece of advice for anybody starting to build a business. But for the corporate space, it is time management is the simplest word I would use. Um, balance is another word. Uh, mm-hmm. But really internal peace might be my favorite word. Mm-hmm. And it is to, as you are figuring out your schedule, is to not be afraid to pull back a little bit as much as you can financially. You know, everybody's situation is different. Pull back a bit from whichever, you know, job or thing that you're uh, long-term trying to get away from and full-time into something else, um, aka the business that you're building, is take one extra day off. Take like two, three hours off. Go home early. Whatever you need to do to allocate a little bit of not time to the business really, but time for yourself, time for reflection, because this seedling stage is the most important. When you plant flowers and seeds, this sprouting phase really is the most important. It takes the most time and it's very delicate. So same thing with building a business is take that personal time for yourself to reflect and really find that internal Yes, your internal why, of course, is very important. Um, but I would beg to say that what's even more important is your internal identity. So if you took away your um, job title, your ethnicity, your gender, your religion, everything, what would that feel like? And then when you do start to work on your business more, one, those decisions and those internal yeses and nos will be more clear. And two, you'll be able to speed up that process because you know what fits in line with your brand now because you know what it feels like. So that's what I would say for corporate. And then to wrap this up on the, you know, all in right now, building a business, working every day at it is a similar process. Um, It's to slow down and pay attention to the things that don't feel good only. (laughs) Is to actually, yes, of course, uh, similar to that first piece of advice I gave, what is that internal yes? What is that internal no? But again, pay attention to the internal no's. Mm -hmm. You might find that pieces of your marketing, like email marketing as an example, right? If you don't love it, don't do it. Mm -hmm. If you don't like making TikTok videos, don't do it. If If there is a marketing strategy that is blowing up and is going viral, but you just have a bunch of resistance towards it, Um, either don't do it or take really small baby steps. Mm -hmm. I do think it's important. You got to get yourself out there some way, shape or form. But if you strictly want to make word of mouth, mark word of mouth marketing work, then you can do it. Um, But know that, that just start to understand the things that you don't want out Mm -hmm. of the processes and the systems of your business, because Mm -hmm. that's, you're you're probably going to be running solo for a long time. And As you start to bring on more people, they're going to also lean on you for executing those same systems and processes. So Mm -hmm. you want to start solo with the right systems and processes by understanding what you do like, what you don't like, how you want to run your business. And then as you grow and you start to bring on more people, they will also be able to repeat those same systems and processes. Mm -hmm. I love that advice. I I especially... um... I, I like the, you know, corporate 
person with the side business building. Um, I love that you said that maybe you take some, you leave that job a little bit earlier or, you know, so that you can focus in on your business. Because I think what happens today, you know, everybody, you get in this place where you feel like, oh my gosh, got so much at this job and this is my job. So I need, you know, so you are working, you're burning out because you're burning, you know, yourself, the, the candle, I guess, as they say at both the ends, right? So you're like working really hard there and you're staying, um, you know, working late. And then you're trying to go into your, 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 your passion, and you almost don't have as enough to give to it because you're tired because you have been working all day. And then I like what you said about, you know, you don't have to be basically, you don't have to be all things to all people. If you can't, if you don't, if TikTok's not for you, don't do TikTok. <laughs> you can, if you want to try it and you're like, yeah, it's just not my thing. That's totally fine. I do definitely believe in the experimenting and the test and learn and seeing what works for you. But if you, if it doesn't feel right to you, I totally agree. Like just step away from it because that may not be your thing. Your people are probably not there. So it's like, where do you find those people? And I know you have some advice um, that you offer to um, your to potential <laughs> potential clients uh, for people that are trying to find potential clients and customers. You know, ask the sort of how they can con- can connect and find those um, that audience, that community of people. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of different ways, and, and it does go back to what feels right. Mm-hmm. And the saying that I always repeat to myself and tell other people is that if it feels right, it is right. Um, and on the flip side, if it feels wrong, it probably is wrong. So when thinking about that connection with other people, I do also, um, as a little caveat, believe that the connection with yourself has to be mm-hmm. very strong first. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that saying and the cliche, cliche thing of, Uh, You can't love anybody else until you love yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, There's caveats to that as well and loopholes and all that good stuff. But (laughs) at the core of it, right, build those strong connections that actually lead to something more fruitful for you in the long run. That connection with yourself has to um, be stronger. And reason being is, let's say you meet somebody new. They're incredible. You like them. They like you. They're going to help you with your business. It's going to be a great partnership. You're collaborating. Um, But if the relationship that you have with yourself is either wavering or there's a lack of self-trust, of uh, insecurity, of like all of these emotions or things that Mm -hmm. we don't really think about too often, but they're living in our subconscious, um, they come out in our relationships. Mm-hmm. So maybe when let's let's just call my hypothetical business collaborator uh, Todd. I don't know. So let's say Todd needs my help with something, and mm-hmm. he's really leaning on me for support, and I just can't give him that same support back. That's a relationship that's then faltering and wavering because of that. So mm-hmm. that was a little bit of a long tangent, but I wanted to make sure that that was an important thing that I say. It was really work on the connection with yourself. And the easiest way to do that is to spend time with yourself. Nobody else, no music, no nothing. Mm-hmm. You can call mm-hmm. it meditation if you want, but you don't have to close your eyes and breathe. You can literally just sit with your own thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, but connecting with other people, 
find out if you like one-on-one conversations. There's, there's great resources like lunch club. You can look that up and Mm -hmm. have meetings and great conversations with people who are specifically in your industry and can help you with specific things. So that's a great resource. Um, Networking meetings. If you like going in group settings, I know that it's COVID right now and maybe you're not meeting up in groups. However, online, there's tons of them. It can be over video. It can just be audio. You can do a clubhouse if you're, you know, you don't want to be on camera. There's, I, man, I could main, name so many things. <laughs> and my point with this is that, again, understand where you would like to go. If you like one-on-one conversations, find ways to have more one-on-one conversations mm-hmm. with people. DM them. Start to get to know them. Strike up a genuine relationship. Um, if you want to have it more widespread, and then maybe go to the social media route. Go the content creation route. Start engaging with people, invite people in, um, delegate those things out if you have the ability to. So to answer the main question of how am I going to connect with the right people um, is one, where are they and how can you actually get into contact with them? Mm -hmm. And then the other side of that is how can you relate to them? That's Mm -hmm. the more important piece. Because I can find you and I can wave to you across the street or I can call you up. Uh, but if we don't with relate with each other, right. we don't vibe, then really it's not a connection, is it? Yes. So yes. Start telling your story. Start putting mm-hmm. out your, be vulnerable. Start putting out the things that you like and dislike. Like just mm-hmm. be yourself. I know it's cheesy, but as you start to be yourself and reach out to people, the people who reach back out to you mm-hmm. and you start to continue having a relationship with there you go. You've built connection. Mm-hmm. And so that's where I find that most of the word of mouth or referrals or, you know, friends of friends of friends find you on social media. That's where that starts to build is mm-hmm. the relatability between you and the people you have contacted slash connected with. Mm-hmm. And another thing I would add to that is like you said earlier, like, you know, knowing who you are and what you want, being okay with if someone you connect to is not a good fit. Like it's totally okay to, you know, don't try to force a fit. I know um, when I started my business last year, and of course it was like right at the point of coming home, working from home. I mean, I was having a lot of like, I was doing um, lunch club um, and I was doing a lot of meetings with people and some people like where people I was like, oh yeah, I'm definitely going to keep, you know, reaching, talking to them, connected to them. And some people I was just like, yeah, I mean, they're nice, but probably just not my people. And it's okay. I think a lot of times people try to force fit and it ends up not really being good for either party. Yes, I totally agree. And it comes <laughs> back to having that same feeling of that internal yes or no, like meeting somebody mm-hmm. and really having that, oh, yes, this is somebody I can mm-hmm. totally connect with and would love to talk to in the future and blah, 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 blah. you just know. Yeah. And when it's not, and like you said, they're nice, they're great people, they're super talented, amazing. Um, but sometimes you just, it's not the best to fit for whatever reason. And that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So tell us um, what are the steps that we can take to become the highest version of ourselves? Mm. Step one is spend more time with yourself reflect 
get to know your true identity, you know, again, regardless of your title or your education or your race or your religion, regardless of any of that stuff, um, who you feel like you are and what that feels like. Second is visualize without limitations, without borders, without, you know, a glass ceiling, whatever you, you think of visualize your daily life, your average day, like 50 years from now or 25 years from now, depending on how old you are. Just like when you're 50, 60 years old, what do you want to be doing? Mm -hmm. What do you want to be doing? And as you're visualizing it, or if you're not a super visual person, again, go back to that emotion. It's really important to connect these emotions to these visualizations as we go through, because this is what's starting to connect your identity with your why or your purpose or your mission, whatever word you want to use to call that. And that's going to connect then to transforming into your high self, which is the third one. You got to commit and execute. Mm -hmm. You got to commit and execute. And I don't think I have to explain to anybody listening what committing and (laughs) executing on the thing that you envisioned was. Uh, If you really want it bad enough, Mm -hmm. you can make it happen. No questions at all. Um, For for some, it'll be easier. For some, it'll be harder. And for some, it'll be really quick. And for some, it'll take a lot longer. Mm -hmm. And nobody's timeline is like your own. And I I know it sounds cheesy and it's so frustrating looking at others and and seeing their Mm -hmm. successes, um, but everybody is struggling with something behind the scenes and everybody is in a learning process. I'm Mm -hmm. currently in a crazy learning curve right now. So Mm -hmm. just know that if you're feeling that, we're all feeling that too. Um, But as long as you commit and execute and you have that identity straight, I really do think that anybody will be successful with those three things. Awesome. I love those. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, Okay. So if anyone out there is listening and they want to connect to you um, and work with you, how can they do that? Yeah, we can have a conversation. It's no strings attached. You can go to my website, hkalaniconsulting.com. You just click that little button, have a conversation with me, and we'll we'll see where, if, how I can help you. Um, And if I can't, then I'll at least point you in the right direction of either somebody or some way, some resource that can help you. Awesome. Well, I'll be sure everyone, you can check the show notes. Um, to grab um, Haley's website. So awesome. This was such great advice. I feel like I learned so much because as a working um, entrepreneur, a lot of times you can get, the days can take control. You know, you can get frustrated because there's little time, what seems like little time always in my, my life. I'm like, well, I get to the weekends and I'm like, there's still not enough time. (laughs) But, but I think a lot of things you said, you know, really are important. It is, you know, to have, try to find that balance, um, to pour back into yourself and make sure that your cup is being refilled. And I think a lot of times, we don't always do that because we're like, no, I got these five things that I need to do today and I'm going to do these. So I think I've personally taken a lot of good tips from today's conversation. Yay. I am so glad. My <laughs> hope is that everybody after this can have a overflowing cup and can fill others cup with their saucer. 
Yes, yes. Well, all right. Now we're going to move into the last segment of our conversation, Five Things with Haley. So we get to ask, yes, get to ask you a few more questions, five to be exact, unless I think of something along the way. And sometimes I cheat and give you six. So (laughs) uh, just helps us to get a more personal, uh, some more personal insights about you as a person. So let's start with how do you start the day? Mm, I start the day um, by drinking water uh, because it just makes me feel really refreshed and good and mm-hmm. sets me up for the next thing I do, which is I try and meditate. And mm-hmm. I'll admit openly, honestly, not every day do those two things happen right in the morning. So mm-hmm. I give myself grace. Um, but yes, those are the things I do in the morning. Yes. Um, what's uh, one song in your playlist right now? Ooh, um, it's called Pretty Ugly by Tierra Whack. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. Why do, you, why do you like that song? It's just, it's pretty vibey. It's like got mm-hmm. this really good groove to it. <laughs> and um, I love the lyrics. It's, it starts out by saying, I'm doing pretty good. Pretty mm-hmm. great, feeling quite all right. And mm-hmm. I, I I feel that as well. What I loved about it and the reason why I know you love that song is you immediately started hearing it and dancing. So, <laughs> so everybody check that out because if it may Haley just go into that moment of like remembrance, imagine what it could do for us. All right. What is one goal that you have set for yourself this year, whether personal or professional? Mm-mm-mm. That is good. Um, to buy a house. Okay. Yeah. Buy my first house uh, and not have to pay rent anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's definitely always, that's a great feeling. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, what do, what's one thing that you enjoy doing on your day off? Ooh, that's another great one. I love going outside and exploring new places. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's, you know, a science aquarium, or sometimes it's just a new trail out near our house. Um, But exploring new places is definitely my favorite thing to do if I'm not working. Awesome. And last, uh, how do you end the day? Ooh, I usually just hang out with my significant other, Mm -hmm. chilling on the couch, having some good conversation. I eat dinner pretty late for whatever reason. So (laughs) usually we're just hanging out, eating dinner together. And that's definitely my favorite way to to release all of the day's stress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I can understand the eating late thing because we eat late too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm always like, what is this life where you eat at like six or seven? Because like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't know that. Um, not since I was a child. <laughs> Well, awesome. Well, Haley, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, and I, it was great. It, this was great. This was just, it was very needed. This co- so conversations, I believe they happen at a time where you need them. And I think, you know, I personally, I struggle with like the, the, sometimes the time management between like all of my jobs, it feels. So um, just getting your tips um, today just have been very enlightening and helpful for me. So thank you so much. I'm so glad to hear that. I'm so glad to hear that. <laughs> Thank you for having me on. Of course, of course. Well, much success to you. And you always have a a place here to come back and share um, any new news that you want to share with this audience. 
Well, I appreciate that. And I feel all the love already. (laughs) Fantastic. Well, stay tuned, everyone. I'll be right back. Welcome back to the Glow of Girl podcast. I'm Kyra. Thank you again to Haley for joining the show today. If you'd like to learn more about Haley and her coaching programs, you can find her at hkaloniconsulting.com. You can also find the link in the show notes as well. So before I go, please, please, please make sure you are following Glow Up Girl on Instagram. We are at Glow Up Girl. And then you can head over to YouTube if you want to watch this episode. And while you're there, please subscribe, search for Glow Up Girl, and you can find us that way. And then if you're listening on a platform where you can leave us a review, please share the love. We'd love to hear what you think of us. Also, before I go today, I'd like to thank my sponsor, Perfect Match Jewelry. Shop unique and bold jewelry to complement your style for only $5. They have necklaces, rings, bracelets, and so much more. So check them out at perfectmatchjewelry.com. As always, before I go, I'd like to leave you all with a little glowspiration. Today's quote comes from Albert Einstein. Creativity is intelligence having fun. So thank you all for listening. And until next time, stay focused, fab, and glow up. Take care, everyone.